0: What if kittens break the clock and Hey folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a writing question from a listener named Levi. Levi is 12 years old, from Ontario, Canada, likes pizza, garlic bread, drawing, and origami, and asks, what if stovepipe hats had stoves on top of them, and Abacus bought 10 of them for no reason? (laughs) That is an excellently silly question. And we've also got two add-on questions from patrons Lizzie and Alice. But we'll reveal those later, so we get to keep some surprises for you. Grownups, for the next month and a half, What If World is conducting a listener survey. It's going to help us get to know you and what you think of the show. And it's going to help us find sponsors, so we can keep doing the show. Please support the podcast by taking our short questionnaire. At surveymonkey.com slash r slash whatifworld. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is going to help us improve whatifworld and find family-friendly sponsors. Plus, as our way of saying thank you, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card. Again, that's surveymonkey.com slash r slash whatifworld or click on the link in the show notes. Now let's find out what if stovepipe hats had stoves on top, plus a secret add-on question from Lizzie and another one from Alice. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart?
1: If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
0: Things had changed a lot in What If World since the time vortex. First, everyone laughed. Then only the monsters came back. Then the whole world became a giant theme park called Cthunkoland. And now that everyone's back, people are working very hard to get What If World back to normal. Or, you know, what passes for normal here. There was one wizard, however, whose help wasn't really wanted. You see, Abacus P. Grumbler was an ancient and powerful wizard, but his magic was very unpredictable. So he figured the best way he could help was by not helping at all. Yes, indeed. I am heroically doing nothing to restore What-If World. Instead, I'm enjoying a much overdue trip to the monster markets. Abacus said to no one in particular. No, I'm saying it to this dragon that I'm flying on. Oh, and because Abacus said so, there he was, flying through the clouds on top of a mighty lightning dragon. Lightning Express, serving you through these dark times, and keeping you safe from the horrible storms still plaguing What If World. Ah, yes, because you can't get struck by lightning when you're riding a dragon made of lightning, explained Abacus, who knows a lot more about magic than I do, so he's probably right. And we're here, thank you, lightning dragon. Of course, we've all got to do our part in these troubled times. Oh yes, I agree, which is why I'm going shopping. My hero, said the lightning dragon with an eye roll, before picking up a few more weathered passengers and flying back up into the storm clouds. Now Abacus, if you didn't know, was head professor of the observatorium. And most of the time when he went shopping, he was buying school supplies for the kids. Or food for the cafeteria. Or wands to replace the ones that got chewed up by Fred the Dog. Or crystal balls to replace the ones that J.F. Cat knocked off the shelves. But today, in the spirit of helping by not helping, I'm going to buy myself a new hat. The monster market had grown quite a bit since the wizard's last visit. Children from all across what-is world had imagined so many monsters into what-if world that every street was crowded with shops and kiosks and monsters big and small, scaled and furry, cute and horrifying beyond description, traveled about, buying all the things they needed, and sometimes things they wanted, and sometimes things to help. With the what-if world relief effort, there were so many towering monsters about that Abacus was soon swept away in the crowd. Watch it, Werewolf! <coughs> Pardon me, Pegasus! Excuse me, Extremosaurus! <laughs> and then there he was at the best and only hat store in the monster market. Haber Dragons hats for heads and head-like growths. An abacus pushed through the batwing doors, which were actual batwings, if you hadn't guessed. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh, sorry. And into a wondrous store full of hats of all shapes, sizes, and materials. And over in a corner, scrambling across a large workshop table, was a small multicolored dragon named Haber. Dragon at your service. What sort of head thing may I put on your head thing? Well, I'm a wizard, you know, and quite a powerful one at that. Really? I would expect one so magical to be helping with the relief effort. Indeed, I am helping by staying out of the way. Ah, fine. So I'll assume you'll want a conical hat. Sort of a pointy one, you know? Maybe stars scattered across it, that sort of thing. You know, that's a little stereotypical. Not all wizards wear big conical hats. Ooh, a big tubular hat. Now oh, that's really breaking the mold. An abacus dashed over to a table with ten tall stovepipe hats. That's the kind Abraham Lincoln wore. Except on the top of each of these stovepipe hats was a little stove. Well, more of a range-topper, really, eh? A nice hot ring of iron for you to cook your food on. Oh, how delightfully impractical! I'll take ten. Uh, ten is all I made. Well, you see, there's this certain dog and cat who break all of my favorite things. So I tend to get extras when it's all possible. i would really designed these with helping dragons in mind. The little rainbow-colored dragon seemed uncomfortable. I don't understand. Don't most dragons breathe fire? Yes, exactly. It actually makes them very bad at cooking. So they need to put their food on top of their head and cook it on this hat. That way they don't keep breathing fire on it and burning it. So this is like limited edition dragon cookware and a fashionable hat all in one? Uh, Yes. I'll take 20. I made 10. I'll take ten. Hmm as you wish, wizard, grumbled Haberdragon, and they stacked the ten stovepipe hat stoves, one inside the next, and handed them over to Abacus. And here's your payment, good Haberdragon. Let me know if you create any more collectibles. I'll mail you the newsletter, said the dragon, practically pushing Abacus out. Of the shop. Oh, well, that was a bit rude, I'll say. But Abacus was soon distracted and forgot about his little run-in with Haberdragon. Oh, I wonder if I could bake a pizza on this hat, said Abacus, scrambling to buy some dough. (laughs) Minutes later, he had an onion, pepper, and mushroom pizza sizzling on top of his head. Or hat, I suppose. On top of my stack of ten hats, you mean? Yes, on top of his exceedingly tall and unnecessary stack of ten hats. Now I've just got to walk perfectly still as I head back to the lightning dragon. <laughs> An origami monster, a wish-granting bird-like creature made out of a thousand paper cranes, accidentally nudged past Abacus on its way to the lightning dragon. Oh no, my pizza! <sighs> and his half-baked pizza fell onto the ground with a doughy splat. So sorry. I've got to rush to grant a wish to help with the relief effort. Ah, yes. We must all do our part, I know. I was thinking of sharing some of my pizza until you knocked it on the ground. Uh, sorry? It's really no trouble. I've been excited to make my garlic bread knots on top of my head ever since buying these hats five minutes ago. But the monster had already half-scuttled, half-flown to the Lightning Dragon Station. Really? Everyone's in such a rude rush. And the dragon started to take off. Wait, 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 wait. I wanted to get that- Sorry, we're only carrying witches for the rest of the day. Well, you know, regardless of the magic you're born with, you can identify as a witch, uh, wizards, or even warlock. Mm-hmm. Never mind a sorcerer, conjurer, enchanter, diviner. And how do you identify? Um, um, as a wizard. Sorry, no wizards. But that's so unfair. And the lightning dragon flew off. I could teleport over, but I promised myself I wouldn't cast any spells today. That might make matters worse on What If World. I just feel so powerless to help. Said Abacus again, to no one in particular. Ah, uh-uh, I'm talking to Dracomax. He's been shopping for hats too. Ah, uh, and because Abacus said that, I guess it's true. Greetings, Abacus. I hear you are trying to get home. Oh, yes, and, you know, I I really wouldn't mind a ride. Trying not to cast magic, you know. Sorry, we dragons can only carry witches for the rest of the day. And why is that? Didn't you see the newsletter? (gasps) No. Did Haberdragon already make more collectible hats? Those were not collectible hats. Those were helping hats. For dragons who have trouble cooking food. I'm sorry, what was that? I was busy rolling garlic knots to put on my head. Sure, rub it in, why don't you, wizard? Whenever I try to cook, my everything magic breath turns my food into something unexpected. Or burns it to a crisp. Or freezes it into an ice cube. (laughs) You really could use one of these hats, couldn't you. Mm-hmm. And were you going to buy one of them today? Indeed I was. And maybe so were lots of other dragons. And now they're all mad at me. I guess you don't have to be a diviner to figure that one out. Oh, even when I try to stay out of the way, I get in the way. That must be difficult for you. Yes, and you wouldn't possibly understand how could i i'm just a colossal dragon who's always in the way and cannot always control his dragon breath exactly you have no idea what i'm going through you know, I, I guess your whole life has sort of been like this hmm mm-hmm. you know maybe you would like one of my hats this one's already got garlic bread cooking fine but you did not just hurt me today You hurt other dragons and fire-breathing creatures who wanted those hats. But you don't understand. Fred the Dog and JF Cat destroy all my favorite things. So that means you should buy up all the things? So the people who really need them can't get them? Now you understand. Could you stop doing that thing where you point out my flawed and selfish logic? I really would like to. Because you're old enough to be figuring this stuff out for yourself. Wait, does that mean you figured out how to help people, even though your magic is unpredictable? Goodbye, Abacus. Uh, no, I'm trying to help now. It's your responsibility to tell me how I should help. Or is it? Okay, fine. And Abacus, not quite sure what he intended, stomped his way back through Monster Market. Coming through, Chimera. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, Sasquatch. Good day, Goblin. Yeah, whatever. And pushed his way back through the batwing doors. <laughs> Beg your pardon, bats, but I've got business with the Haber Dragon who besmirched my name. Oh, back for more collectibles, Wizard. I'm back here because I realize that I've been pretty obtuse and short-sighted, and I would like to give all of my stovepipe stove hats back. I'll issue you a refund. No. Keep my money and give these away to any dragon or fire-breathing creature who needs them, and I'll just go. Oh, that's unexpected. Well, you know, I'm usually a a nice wizard, but I realize that being nice isn't always enough. Sometimes you have to actually get out there and help, you mean? Well, yes. And, you know, it's spring break at the observatorium, and maybe your monster shop could use a wizard assistant for the week? Oh... I'm afraid you're not in uniform. Oh, yes. uh, How silly of me uh, I'll I'll just head home. No, you see. All of my haberdashers have to wear hats to work. But I just gave you all my hats. Then maybe you can pick another. This pizza hat looks appropriate. (laughs) And the haberdragon pointed to a conical wizard's cap. That was actually one giant slice of pizza folded around itself so that the crust was the brim of the hat, and the triangle tip of the pizza slice flopped cheesily at the top of the hat. You really mean it? Just put the hat on and get to work. Oh, you won't regret this, probably, huh? And Abacus plopped on his melty cheese hat and pulled out his wizarding wand, I'm going to conjure you so many caps! Ah, that's really not necessary. doing my part! Cat hat! That <laughs> hat! Nat hat! Splat hat! Maybe you can just start by sweeping up... ...all of these cursed hats you just made. Right away, boss! Ugh... Feels good to give back. The end. Well, Lizzie, Ellis, and Levi, I hope you all enjoyed your story. Our patron, Lizzie, who's age four, asked, What if dragons only carried witches? And our patron, Ellis, asked, What if Abacus P. Grumbler made all the dragons in What If World mad? So thanks all three of you for your questions, and thanks to all of you out there for listening. Grown ups, once again, please support What If World by taking our short listener questionnaire at surveymonkey.com slash r slash whatifworld or clicking the link in the show notes. I also like to tell my friends about some other great podcasts for kids on occasion. What I'm really into right now is called Bun Amigos. Bun Amigos is a podcast for kids and their grown-ups that teaches about the wonders of the world. Join Bun Bun, Hopper, CT, and Buttons... As these rabbits report on cities and cultures with fun-filled adventures. Oh, one last reminder. Grown-ups, we've been having lots of kids call 205-605-What. That's 9428 to record their own what-if questions. We love hearing from all the families out there, and it would be a big help if you grown-ups repeated their questions and names so we can understand them and possibly get their question on the show. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Miss Lynn, my producer, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know you don't have to be an all-powerful wizard to make a difference. Talk to your grown-ups about the things that are important to you, and I bet you can find a way to help. And until we meet again, keep wondering...